Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 9, Episode 13, the one where Monica sings. Just like that. That's right. You did a great job. Thank you. Um, hey, being episode 13, I think we're halfway, we're over halfway through the season. Oh my gosh, we are. Oh my gosh. Gosh. Guys. We're growing up so fast. (laughs) We're already in season nine. This is like, okay, this feels like when you're like, oh my gosh, 2025, that's so far away. And then like, before you know it, you're like, it is almost July. How is this year going so quickly? You know what I mean? When you're like, that seems yeah. forever away. But then the day by day yeah. is going so quickly. I know. I feel like this is getting older. Like it just goes by a lot faster. I think high school is only four years. It felt like 20 years. Yeah, that's a good point. I think you're right. Because I remember like when we were younger and older people like our parents or whoever would always be like, oh, it just goes so quickly. And you're like, that's a great story, grandma. <laughs> Now I'm I'm like, that's me, though. Truly. It's how. I know. I know. I I don't know. This will be a whole nother hour of podcast if we talk about how old we feel and why. But um, we don't have to do that. We can talk about Monica (laughs) singing instead. And actually, I wasn't going to. I was not going to start with Monica singing. But let's we don't have to. Let's talk about this episode. Yes. Um, so lots going on in this episode. Yes. Lots. Yes. Um, if you will all remember, cast your minds back to last week. Um, Rachel kissed Gavin on Monica's balcony after the party. Um, so this, ep- are you happy if we talk about that first? Totally happy. Okay. So this episode opens up with Ross storming into Chandler's apartment. Well, Chandler and Monica's apartment. And he's like, can we talk about what happened last night? And Chandler's like, what? <laughs> like, why are you yelling? I and know. He's, like, he's just unhinged. He, it's, do you know what's funny? Is, he's huffy. I, he's huffy. He, oh, to- huffy is a great word. But what's funny about it is like, I remember him coming in all huffy after the kiss. But yeah. for some reason, I thought it was the same night. This is the next morning. So this man has seen the kiss happen, been all upset, oh, rightly so, slept on point. it, woken up, and is still this huffy. That's commitment to the cause. It It is commitment. That's a good point. I guess in my head, it was the same night, but that doesn't make sense either. Yeah. Um, that's a, yeah. Well, because, okay, here's a question. He and Rachel are living together. He saw oh, this yeah. happen. She had to come home. Did he just avoid her? I don't probably. know. Probably. Yeah, he probably just went to bed. Yeah. I would. And and just like I love um it's like uh kind of like in the one with Rachel's other sister where Christina Applegate is like oh, yes. I can't tell I'm mad <sighs> at you. Like yeah, the yeah. very dramatic, like assume I don't know, like the assumption that I care. Um, the way he walks in, he's like, oh, oh, so we're just gonna not act like you don't know what's going on. And I just don't know why he, why Ross is so convinced that Chandler knows what he's talking about. Well, I mean, I guess like if somebody made out at your party, I would assume you probably knew about it. But 
Yeah. Yeah, but like there was he's no also one just, he could see into the building. Like there's Rene, no other people. He's there. unhinged. There's no logic he's here. Unhinged. It's Ross being unhinged. But I think Chandler's response to his ridiculousness, it I was laughing out loud watching this episode back when he's just like, sure, let me just get all just give me a second to get all, you know, huffy and weird like you are. And then I, later Yeah. When he's like, you know when that's fine sounds true? When someone yells it and spits at you. Yells it and spits. I know. I love it. I'm fine. Oh, it's so good. Um, The beginning of the end of Ross being fine. Oh, yes. I love that that comes back. But yeah, so so, um, you made this point last week too because Ross is like, oh, oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. So you didn't see Rachel and Gavin kissing on the balcony. Or, or kissing and he's like what where and he's like on the balcony and Chandler's like you know that's so funny because I was saying we should put lights on the balcony and Monica was like no nobody goes out there and I was like maybe they would if there were lights and Ross is like yeah that, exactly that's what I want to talk to you about they were making out on the balcony even though there were no lights <laughs> um so good but yes yes exactly so Chandler's kind of missing the point but um but so so he's upset because he's like Rachel's moving on and like yeah. here I am like he's I think he's humiliated because he's just he like, is he is he feels like a chump and he's not yes. but that's how he feels but that's how he feels because he's like I this this is going to be making some assumptions but I guess it's like he, so he, you know he's at home taking care of their daughter while she's mm-hmm. out you know he mentions the bar and then the kissing but it's like in his mind, something was going to happen. So he wasn't mm-hmm. trying to make any moves. He wasn't doing anything about it. I think he was just really content and yeah. like, okay, cool. You know, like we're doing this right now. We've got a daughter together. Like we're living together. Things are going really well. They're heading in the right direction. And like, you know, we'll take that step when we're ready. Because they both had kind of, you know, they kind of mentioned it, as you said, I think you talked about last. And she was like, I just want to shower. I just want to get through this. And so it's a little bit like he's not, he's like actually for once, like respecting her and giving her time. Um, Mm -hmm. And, but in his mind, it's like, cool, we don't even have to talk about this. We're on the same page. And then he gets the number from the bar. And I think that's a little bit embarrassing, but it was quite private because it was just like, just him got the phone number. That was the end of it. But then seeing her kiss her coworker at Monica and Chandler's feels a little bit more public. Probably assume you know it's like he's seeing it happen, yeah. and it's not just like some random dude from a bar. It's this guy that she works with and is like gonna go see yeah. every day. And we know how he feels about that. Yeah, you know what is um. This is like a dramatic word, but he probably just feels like it's a little more brazen. Like she doesn't care who sees, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like we said in the secret hallway where no one ever goes. Like we know that Ross can see into the apartment. However, she didn't plan this. So it's like, uh, it's just bad timing, you know? Yeah. I mean, she definitely wasn't like trying to do anything, but there is just something yeah. where it's like there is something that where it's where it's like you find something out that is embarrassing for you and when you find out in private it's one thing and when it feels more public it's just like the mm-hmm. sting of humiliation yeah you do and you're kind of like okay great so everybody knows about this and i'm just walking around naive and ignorant like a dummy and like everybody knew like i think that's probably why he comes over all mad cuz he probably assumes monica and chandler know since it was at their apartment yeah. but anyway um 
And, and he mentions it. He's like, you know, he's like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, if she's moving on, I'm going to move on, too. And, like, I think, you know, that's really the crux of it is he's really hurt because he thought this was going well for he and Rachel. But yet she's out, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. They're not. They're, so. I I can't think of a good example, but I feel like this is, like, an un healthy response that people often have like I'm gonna get you back by doing what I think you're doing even though you're not doing it to me you know what I mean I can't really think of like a good example but I feel like this is a common type of behavior it just looks different on depending on the situation you know um it's kind of like revengey but Uh. where it like doesn't affect the other person at all well, Rachel kind of does it with Joshua because Ross meets Emily and is like, they just like have an instant connection and are clicking and Rachel wasn't yeah. really over Ross. And so then she meets a guy that she likes, but is like trying to force it all to happen way too quickly and inorganically to be like, <laughs> I mean, true. I don't know if that's like to get back at Ross, but it's like to be in the same, like she doesn't want to lose the the breakup, I guess. And she's like... Yeah, yeah, no, me too. I'm also in a committed relationship that's just like fun and and uh, spontaneous. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point because, yeah, I guess it's not like right now. The truth is that Ross is hurt because he has feelings for Rachel and thought they were going somewhere and mm-hmm. he finds out she isn't. So he's like, oh, no, 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 I don't care about her. I just was being respectful of, you know, us in this situation. Like, he's trying to pretend. I guess he's making it about what it's not really about. He's like, well, I'm going to move on, too. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You know? That's right. Exactly. He's not saying, yeah. like, my feelings are hurt because I thought we were going to get back together. He's saying, like, well, you know, so for the past month, she's been I've out been there meeting on people. Emma. Yeah. And I haven't been. I If I wanted to get out there, I could get out there, which he does say he's like, okay, it bothers me a little bit that Chandler's like, okay, cool. Like, where are you moving on to? Tell me about it. He, like, prompts him. And then Russ tells him. And then he's like don't rub my face in your crazy single life. And I was like, Chandler, you asked. Stop being a dick. Like, but anyway. I know, but but Ross is like, some woman accidentally sat on my hand, like making it. Yeah, that's true. Trying to make it bigger of a deal Why than it is. Why did I get and married? Some woman uh, hit on me at the interdepartmental. The interdepartmental it, I can't even say it. Interdepartmental potluck. It's potluck a tongue dinner. twister. And he's like. Oh, wow. Saucy. Yeah. So, so Ross is kind of like, you know, he's like, well, I haven't been looking or trying because I thought, you know, whatever. So anyway, so he's like, well, I'm going to get back out there too. Um, and they're at the coffee shop (laughs) and Ross is like, um, I can't remember if he already says it. He's like, Somebody did sit on my hand, but that person was neither female nor wearing pants. Nor wearing pants. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Um, gotta love New York, man. mm -hmm. Um, Or any public transit, like you, you may get licked or oh yeah, touched at some point. Um, And so he's like, he's like, oh, there's like two women over there at the coffee shop. Like, come come hit on them with me. Oh yeah, this is this is what I don't like. Chandler goes, I think you're going about this the wrong way. Divorced three times, two children out of wedlock. The personal ad writes itself. And I'm like, Chandler, why are you kicking him when he's down? I know. 
It's so mean. Because he dishes it. He can't take it, though. That's true. And he's like, don't you have a job you should be getting to? You know I can only dish it out. Um, But so so Ross is like, come with me to head on these two women. And I like that Chandler's like, are you trying to make everybody get divorced? He's like, no, no, no. Just like, it'll be like college. Like, just come be my wingman and like, say a funny joke and then I'll swoop in. Um, Ross has such a like unrealistic, elated sense of self. They'll see that I'm the smart brooding sexy one (laughs) who do you think you are i don't know but both of them when they like go up to those women and try to talk to them i i just i'm trying to put myself in these girls shoes oh um when someone's like we were wondering if you want to make a human period and and then the other one's like pyramid i noticed you oh yeah pyramid what i say (laughs) period (laughs) whatever same same semantics don't try to put me in a box okay ashley um but when he's like oh another flood in europe would you rather drown or be buried alive (laughs) like ross you can't ask strangers that like i i just it's so bad i'm here to ask you renee would you rather drown or be buried alive this is so fun. Um, <laughs> this is so fun. Thanks for asking. I'm going to go with drowning, even though it sounds terrifying. I've heard it's more peaceful. Being burned alive, every nerve ending on your body is like, your pain receptors are like going insane. Eek. Um, so I would prefer not to do either, but if I yeah. had to go, I guess drowning. Same. Um yeah, I'm the same for the same reasons. Anyway, I'm not sure why. I mean, this is also kind of like, we know how Ross flirting goes. What other things? <laughs> Gas, they add the smell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's I have been to like 10-year-old boys. Yeah. <laughs> he's about as good as I am at flirting. <sighs> so, The thing um, is, is that when you aren't flirting, you flirt really well. Because you're just yeah. like funny and chatty and like normal, you're quick yeah. witted yeah. and normal. But once you put the word flirting on it, but Ross is like this all the time. It's just now he adds his sexy voice. <laughs> That's a good point. So if we didn't tell you you were supposed to flirt, you would have them going. You'd have all the boys wanting to date you. But, you know, Ross, not so much. Not so much. Um, True. That's a good point. Um. Yeah. I'll go with it because there's definitely been times where, like, I didn't realize it at the time. I'm like, what? No, I'm just comfortable with them. And I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> like, trust me, if I liked you, you would know because I would not be talking to you and I'd be very awkward. <laughs> like, if I'm talking to you, it's a really good sign I'm not actually attracted to you. Yeah. Is that normal? I'm sure other people are like that. Um, I'm sure there are other people like that. I don't know if it is normal. Okay. Well, we'll not unpack that too <laughs> We'll just much. leave that there. Um, and so <laughs> I love later on in the, um, in the oh episode gosh. when they're still in the coffee shop and Ross comes up to this woman and he's like, wow, that's such an interesting necklace. And she's like, you already hit on me an hour ago. <laughs> I know. And her like pacifier necklace is so ugly, but so, so like sign of the times. Yeah. Um, But that's a firm (laughs) note. I feel like this is when 
when Joey, um, when they're like, you know, you become friends with a woman. Oh my gosh, and, yes. You and know, you date. Yes. And he just, they're like, not hit on your exist, zix, ugh, existing friends. Um, it's the whole like, this has to immediately happen. Yeah. Well, then thankfully someone insane falls into his lap. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. But I guess it's, I, I'm, I don't know. This is just, he's unhinged, like you said before, because it's like, Okay, Rachel's he's moving on. He's just sad. He's sad, but like, do you have to he literally just to like know. go around the coffee shop hitting on every woman that's there? Like, go about your life. Find someone normally. It's just so weird. But yes. I know. So these two women come in and one of them's like, why would he break up with me? I just wanted to love him or something. And mm. and Chandler's like, oh my gosh. And Ross is like, I know. <laughs> she's like this is so great it's like you lose a boyfriend and you gain a boyfriend (laughs) this girl is they wrote this character so well and she plays it oh she nails it she nails it like where why are you taking the the i think i think this episode was actually included in the um you know you know how you have we were talking about this before like they did they win Emmys or were nominated? And one of them is like, one of them was for specific episodes, like the um, Christina Applegate mm-hmm. episode. But then other ones was like for a series and you have to put in some, this was included in the like Emmy series nomination. Mm. So maybe this lady got an Emmy. I don't know. I didn't read my fun facts um, to see if they actually <laughs> won it or not. I'm assuming. I mean, surely this is an Emmy winning show. But um, yeah. Why are you taking amoxicillin? Um <laughs> I don't understand why he brings her back to his apartment, but it does seem like he realizes pretty fast that this is a bad idea because she goes to the bathroom and he's like, nice. He's like, good one, Ross. Well, they come back to the apartment because she has to use the bathroom and I guess he didn't feel he could say no. Um, You know? Yeah. 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 That's true. And especially if he's like trying to see where it goes, you're not going to be like, no, bye forever. I mean, maybe you should, though. Girls yeah, well, and guys out but... there, this is a good sign. Um, usually it doesn't end just with somebody being awkward and clingy. It ends with you as a skin suit. So don't invite people back to your apartment when you or don't having, know them. having to send cease and desists and block their accounts and et cetera, et, yeah. et, cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, you're so totally right. So don't do it. I was thinking, I was like, is he not creeped out? She knows where he lives. She seems psycho. I, I know. I actually like, I mean, skipping ahead a little bit, but at the end when they like, he she leaves. I was like, I wouldn't be convinced that she wouldn't show up again. No, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. She seems like the kind she of girl that's that like, vibe. hi, I was just in the neighborhood with a wedding dress. What are you doing later? Seriously. Yes, I agree. Um, um, but. Okay. So. At the same time, so we're going to push pause while Michelle is in his bathroom. Put a pin in that. Um, So simultaneously, we've got um, Rachel comes over and she's talking to Monica and Phoebe. And she's like, oh, you guys, I think I made a really stupid mistake. Not Emma. Um, She's like, I kissed that jerk Gavin from my office last night on the balcony. Yes. Because there's a thin line between love and hate, and it turns out that it's a scarf. Turns out it is a scarf. 
um, which is funny. Um, so yes, so she she's like, I I don't know, you know, I shouldn't have done it, and now I have to go to the office in like ten minutes, and I don't know what to do. And Monica is like, I think you need to talk to Gavin, and I definitely yeah. think you need to talk to Ross. You know what? Good advice, yep. Monica. That's good advice. Great advice. Not that hard. Just have the conversation. Right. Uh, or Rachel's suggestion <laughs> is she could call in sick and not deal with it at all. Yeah. So which one do you think she does? <laughs> I, duh, I want to lie to you. I'm really sick. <laughs> really sick. The thing about being sick, it's like it is only going to buy you 24 hours. I just... It's one of those things like it feels like it's doing you a favor at the time because I don't know like I think there are certain things maybe you just need a little bit to like figure out but she knows what she has to do yeah yeah I mean okay everybody I mean actually maybe she doesn't because when Gavin comes over to talk to her she's like you know I like you and yeah it's complicated with Ross and but it's okay and then when she thinks it's Ross she like freaks out so like maybe she maybe she needed to do that to realize it was a big deal you know that's true that's true I was thinking because so I because I was thinking like okay so she calls in sick um and is at her house Gavin comes over he's like I brought you soup because I heard you were sick and so so she like It is really nice. And so she like, you know, throws tissues all over and fakes like she's sick. But he's like, so last night was really fun. And he's like, how sick are you? And then he like goes to kiss her again. And then I think he does kiss her again. And then he's like, oh, no, he's about to. And he sees the picture of her and Ross. He's like, what is Ross doing to you in that picture? And she's like, oh, he's like dusting me with a fossil brush. And he's like, what's going on? I don't want to get in between... I don't want to get into something. And so it's what I find interesting is that like he is really into it. So like he's come over mm-hmm. with the soup, which is nice. He tries to kiss her so again nice. even though she's sick. And he he's not like, yeah, whatever. Like we just kissed kind of like we'll see. He's like, I don't want to get in the middle of you two if there's something going on. And so he's like planning yeah. on be sticking around in this in a romantic capacity for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. And and so when she's um, like, oh, no, no, you're not getting in the middle of something like that to me is like. She wasn't like, well, hold on, like, slow your horses, you know, like, what is this? What are we doing? She kind of yeah, goes. She's with definitely it. interested. But he's the one that like make it's kind of presumptuous to assume that like, OK, we kissed and now like we're that's we're going to keep kissing, you know. I so mean, I think he's kind of the one who makes I, I'm just saying I think he's the one that like broaches the topic he's he's clearly like into it it's on his mind for sure yeah um and Rachel's just trying to avoid it yeah but but it is funny because you're right she doesn't say like okay well no hold on she's like kind of like entertaining the idea and she's like no no you're not getting in the middle Mm -hmm. of anything so she's like okay like you know I'm interested let's see where this goes um but then she hears something at the door and she's like, that's Ross Hyde. And he's like, what? And she's like, I lied. He's not fine. And I'm not sick. Just go hide. Um, and so Molly oh. comes in and I love when she's like, don't panic. There is a man behind your curtain. I have mace. That's just my colleague. He's just being silly. And he's like, oh, it was my fine. idea to go back yeah. there. <laughs> 
Uh, and so, so he's like, you know, okay, maybe we need to talk about this. And she's like, you know, he's like, well, I think you need to talk to Ross. And she's like, yeah, how yeah. can people keep saying that? But she's like, you know what? You're right. So that's yep. good. So I'm glad that that has happened. Yeah. Yeah. So the two converge. Um, yes. She comes back to the apartment um, and she's like, oh, Ross, you know, I've been looking for you. Um Again, before cell phones, you had to like go outside and go search around the typical spots for people. <laughs> or call them and leave them a message. The other day, my friend Kate, who has my location on her phone, mm-hmm. um, like she's like allowed to see where I am. The other day she was like, hey, are you home? I have something I need to drop off. And she's like, well, you know, I already know the answer to that question. Because <laughs> like, she had looked to where my location More so, I mean, was. like, please don't leave your home where I see that you currently are. Yeah, like, can <laughs> is it okay if I stop by? It was so funny, though, when she was like, well, you know, I already know the answer to that. <laughs> I have a um, couple people on Find My Friends, but I always forget. I'm just not yeah. used to, like, I do, and um, the same people have me on theirs. I yeah. always forget. Well, it's helpful. Well, I made Matt turn it on when he was hiking somewhere alone. I was like, can you turn this on? Because I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, And now I'm just glad I have it because there have been times where like he just hasn't responded for a long time. And I'm like, okay, but is he dipping a ditch somewhere? You know, whatever. Or is he just Um, like really into painting? (laughs) Which is usually the answer. Yeah. Um, or if he's like still at someone's house, you know, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's just kind of nice. Um, whatever. I don't use it all that often, but, um, you know, it's a handy feature. But yeah, imagine being like, we need to have a serious conversation, but I don't know where you are. I just have to keep going to locations until I find you. Yeah. Well, and you said you could call and leave a message, but she was like, okay, well, he's not home because I'm home. So, yeah. So she's like, I have to go find him. Um, I would probably, I guess she just like walked over to Monica's. I would probably call and be like, hey, is Ross over there at the guy's house? Okay. Oh, no, I just need to, I'm going to have that conversation with him now. But yeah, so she comes back and she's like, oh, Ross, good. You're home. I've been looking for you. I, I need to talk to you about something. And here's the toilet flush. And she's like, is somebody here? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's just Michelle. Oh, I um, hate this. The like, way that um, he acts. Yes. This posture. Um, oh, 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 that's Michelle. Oh, oh, this one I've been seeing. Oh, oh, did I tell you about? Oh. Like, it's yeah. so annoying to me because I know it's just his hurt coming out, but it's so petty, petty, small. Small. It is so petty. petty. Um, and it's so like, he's just trying to... Oh. Ooh, like, I okay. feel bad. I know he's hurt, but he's like just trying to shove this in her face and like I just thought of like something. he doesn't care. Yeah. You know how you said that you feel like this comes out sometimes in different ways? Um, I dated a guy who was very sensitive. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Some people just, like, he was really creative and artistic and sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's when I realized I am not and should not date sensitive people. <laughs> um, uh, but there, I remember there were times when he thought, I like I had done something okay and it hurt his feelings 
I had no idea, but like it hurt his feelings. And so that was real. Yeah. And so then he would retaliate. Yes. And I'd be like, what are you doing? And he was like, well, you know, you did this to me. And I was like, what? That's not what I meant. And he's like, well, that's what happened. And it really hurt my feelings. And I was like, okay, that was an accident. You are now being mean to me on purpose. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I think, because I dated that guy for way too long. And I think like that realization was where I was like, yeah, no, I, this isn't going anywhere. Like if this is his response, like, okay, A, super immature, in my opinion, response and petty. Yeah. And B, like, if, if me doing that, like, I think it's not insurmountable to be like, okay, I did something. It wasn't intentionally to hurt you, but the consequence was that it hurt you. We can have a conversation about that and we can talk about whether or not, like, I'm willing to come to the table to not do that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's where the compromise can happen. But like, yeah, we didn't even get a chance to get there because he just responded with try intent I was just like I cannot I'm trying I know that I'm making him sound like the bad person here and I don't mean to be like this really is two people come to the table with this type of thing but I was like yeah. I cannot believe that you are now intentionally trying to make me feel bad like yeah that I, that is yeah you're totally right that's the difference is that he's kind of playing that the best defense is a good offense or the best offense is a good defense I'm not really sure but like Rather he's than just, just accepting that it hurt, he's like trying to hurt her back by yes. like being more moved on. Um, so I don't know. It's just, oh, it's so painful to watch because his attitude is just horrible. It's just really bad. Yeah, because he's like, oh, oh, it's just this woman I've been seeing. You know, it's pretty new, but like, I just really feel like it's so, it's so smug and arrogant. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It, like you said, he's humiliated and hurt. But it's like a lot of people do this where like they are hurt and they can't deal with it. And so then they put on this air of like arrogance and smugness and it just makes you hate them. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're like, you're such a jerk when it's really like, oh, okay, you're actually just hurting, but you're unwilling to be vulnerable. Yeah. And like Rachel, like, you know. She's not perfect here. You know, she's kind of neglected to have the conversation and pushed it off. But like, I, she comes, you know, wanting to have an honest conversation and he's just being so mean about it. Like, it, you know, I, I do think know. for all he knows, she wants to tell him, hey, I've met somebody else and he wants to be prepared to be like, no, that's fine because I have too. Yeah, I kind of yeah, think that's sure. where he's that's, coming from. He, but he doesn't have yes, to be. He totally wants to be moved on. A jerk about it. Yeah, um, and it's just like he's he's left no opportunity for a conversation here. No, even if it's not what he wants to hear, he's trying to craft it into something else. Where like he's already moved on, so like oh, don't even care what you're doing. Interestingly, um, the feedback that Rachel gets from Monica and Gavin is both like, you need to go talk to Ross. The feedback Ross gets from Chandler is yeah, not where helpful. Where are you moving on to? Where are you moving on to? And then brings crazy this lady back to his apartment. This is why you're not allowed to give advice. Exactly. Instead of being like, hey, Ross, you should probably just go talk to Rachel about where you thought you guys were headed and how you're feeling a bit blindsided and like what does this actually mean and what does she want 
instead he yeah. just lets him go ask women how they want to die <laughs> and also like um in his desperation it's like could you have found a worse uh like candidate fake yeah <laughs> like a worse fake girlfriend in the entire oh, world no um, no you know what i mean like it i just don't i don't see well i kind of feel like it was like what he thinks he's gonna win here he was sort of he was getting what he was putting out there which was desperation um and so that's why when and you get a boy and so she's like (laughs) she was like oh and he's like oh this is you know i told you about my daughter emma this is your daughter I could be your new mommy. Oh my gosh. And when she's like, um, oh, what was I just going to say about Figures that? out that he's a doctor. Oh yeah, that's so funny. Like, I didn't, you didn't tell me you were a doctor. And she's like, wait a minute. How long have you known this woman? An hour and a half. But she's like, so we're just bringing crazy women back to the apartment. And then isn't that when he says, I don't know, are we just kissing strange men on balconies? So I like when he's like, he like kind of sends Michelle away. And she's like, call me. He's like, if it's meant to be, I'll guess it. You don't have my number. Yeah. And so, so then they finally do have the conversation. Um, Oh, there was something I was going to say about Michelle, but whatever. I don't remember. Um, And yeah, they have a conversation. It is not very nice it's pretty argumentative as you as you say like ross is just he hasn't really left any space for any proper conversation he does kind of like oh that's right okay so he's like you know you you kissed gavin and she's like how do you know about that and he's like through the magic of sight Mm -hmm. um and then she's like it was one time with one guy it was stupid mistake and he's like well what about the guy in the bar and, you know, she's like, how come I didn't get that message? Because I folded it yep. up and put it in my pants pocket. Do you not check there? <laughs> yep. Yep. And, so, and that, I think, honestly, yeah. she could forgive his, like, lashing out, bringing Michelle back, you know, his, like, his, like, bristle of being hurt. I feel like that actually could be forgiven with a conversation and her explaining and him explaining it, you know. But that controlling. Yep. And she says that, and, doesn't she? Like, the, yeah, like what messages say, like, I can and cannot get. It's yeah, like right. you're the controlling behavior, which is totally a pattern of how he treated her. Yep. When they were dating, he was very controlling. Yep. I thought about what I wanted to say. It was when she's like, so now we're just bringing crazy women back to the apartment. And he was like, none of the sane ones wanted to come back with me. <laughs> and I think exactly like he was. That's what I mean about like him picking up what he was putting putting out but mm-hmm. but yeah so I think you're I was gonna say because it did seem like they were starting to have the conversation but then she shuts it down when she's like this is too messed up people always ask like oh you have a baby and you live together but you're not dating but you used to date isn't that complicated and and she's like you know and I'm always just like no it just it works for us it's fine and it's working and then she's like maybe it's not working um, yeah. but you're right. I forgot I the fact that like, to me, I was kind of like, oh no, that was the opportunity to have the conversation. But I think if like, that would probably be like a bridge too far for me as well. It's like that controlling behavior 
that he has exhibited yep. so many times and it was part of the reason yep. why you broke up in the first place like actually a huge reason mm-hmm. why you broke up in the first place like no yeah it's, it hasn't changed yeah. his he hasn't changed yeah. yeah I really I think I think that they could forgive each other's kind of like I don't know if I'm gonna call Rachel emotional and mistake, outburst, but kind of but her yeah. like yeah like it happened and I you know I, I see the repercussions now and him bringing back Michelle because he was hurt and I think all that could be forgiven but yeah the like hiding her messages because he didn't want her to get that message like that knew that would like if he wanted to take the message and then be like hey Rachel um you're giving out your number like that like what's is what's confusing going on? to me because yes. we said we were going to have a conversation like he can be mad about that he's allowed to be mad about that for sure but yeah. to hide it and not talk about it and use it as ammo later mm-mm. nope no no no, yeah. no 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 so and it's like he would have never told her if he wasn't trying to use it to prove a point which mm-hmm. uh, yeah you know like you said he like you said if if the night that it happened he would have like he could be mad about it it's true he totally can and like you react how you react and again his mad would have been just like but you know how they say this like a lot of times like guys just get and not just it's definitely not just men but um so i guess a lot of times people get angry because they yeah. don't know how to feel hurt um, I do think it's a lot more common with men because they kind of feel oh, like yeah. they're not allowed to feel hurt or they don't know how to deal with it. Or like, you know, if they were little kids and they were they were hurt or scared or something, they got yelled at and told to like suck it up. And so then mm-hmm. anger is like the only emotion that has been acceptable acceptable for them in their lives. Oh, yeah. But, like, my dad seems my dad seems mad if he's scared. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so funny because I was going to say, like, your dad strikes me as, like, a very, like, willing-to-show-emotion guy. He will show emotion in a, like, if he's very, in like, a positive way, something. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. Like, like he's I'm not sure, afraid yeah. to be, like, he's like, what you I've wrote. I've seen your dad cry, I'm, really I'm sure, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's always, like, oh, that was really sweet. Like, I'm very moved. I'm very it's proud. in, like, loving like, ways. Yeah. Yes, loving positivity. But if he is scared it comes out like why are you doing that that could really mess things up and you should instead of just being like hey hey why are you doing that don't hurt yourself or whatever it comes out as like barking right and I just know the difference but like even like when my mom cries like whenever you know every time they visit my mom cries when they leave it's like standard procedure (laughs) and he's like Mary Mary it's fine you're fine and like dad just let her cry for a minute she's fine but he can't stand to see her hurting and Ah, so it comes out as like as he gets all he gets all wound up yes so he comes out as being upset I know the difference um, it doesn't funny. always seem like anger necessarily, but he's like, come on, you know, it's fine. He's like, she's like picking at her cry for five like, minutes. Yeah. 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 Aww, he's gotten better at he that now, but cause Aww. he can't stand the idea of like, cause he's scared of, he wants to protect her and you know, it, it is like, yeah. it is good. It's well-intentioned, but it comes out all goofy, so funny. <laughs> you know, it comes out so, all goofy. Um, it does. What was I going to say? Yes. Like to your point, if when, if when Ross got the message and Rachel walked back in and he would have, or even the next day. Okay. He, maybe it's like he freaked out. He didn't know what to do. He didn't tell her right away. 
a lot of time has passed. And so it's like every day that goes that you don't do it, it's worse and worse. But like, then Mm. even if you're like, you know what I mean? Like, I I think if I was Rachel, I think I could forgive not giving it to me that night. I wouldn't be happy. And I would still feel like it was controlling. But it's not like she was going to call that night. I mean, I guess they did say, hey, we're going to some parties. Can we call you? And so, you know, um, it's still not cool. But if the next day he would have been like, Rach, hey, um, you know, when when you were out, like a guy called last night and left his number and like, I don't know, I just like, I didn't know what to do, but like I, you know, I'm not going to keep it from you. But like, hey, I just have to tell you. If you could have been just like, you know, I like, it really frazzled me because like, maybe it was just me, but I kind of thought we were heading in the same direction. But like, is that not what you're after? Like, you know, you could be disappointed. You could be upset. You could be hurt. Mm-hmm. But like, it always comes out as angry, I feel like with him. Yeah. And, and I agree because I think in the like 24 hour ish realm of giving her the message, it yeah. could be like a, I just didn't, I was super shocked and I didn't know what to do. And I'm yes, I was mad. In shock, yes. I'm pissed off. I'm hurt I'm whatever or I don't know how I feel but I did not expect this is like the last thing I thought was going to happen when you went out tonight you know um I think that once again is like a conversation you can have that's like a forgivable thing um but like him just keeping it forever and then just using it later as ammo to hurt her and prove his point Mm. I could even see him like because like I could even see him being like oh yeah here this guy called no cool have fun I hope you and yeah Craig absolutely. from the bar have a great freaking yeah. time like no I don't I don't care yep. bye and like he could be totally. a jerk like that and he probably would yeah. but the yep. thing is like she is astute enough to be like okay like Ross come on you know it was it was super harmless we were we were chatting and it turns you know it was him another guy you know we were just having some good conversation I gave out my number because he asked me for it I didn't want to take it anywhere further and like say like you know but why does this bother you so much like I think she would be the emotionally mature enough one to lead that conversation um even if he did respond in anger but uh yeah it doesn't happen so so she is like this is too hard and I forgot um until I watched this back that she knocks on Joey's door and is like can Emma and I move back in with you yeah Mm. totally forgot she moves out so yeah so that's that happened gosh poor thing that would feel if you were Rachel and like all this was happening you would just feel so vulnerable like I don't have a permanent stable home for me and my baby and like Uh, I mean it's fine uh you know she's lived at Joey's before and it's like Mm -hmm. it's not like she's out on the street but it would just feel very vulnerable and scary yeah just unsettling Um, kind of like what happened at the hospital like not exactly what janice predicted with like him moving on but like new boobs but like you know ross said it'll be fine and it's not fine so anyway hmm there is something about rachel and joey living together that i like though i feel like it makes sense for her to be over there Maybe it's because yeah, he's not I, controlling. I guess it, yeah. Hmm. Um, that could be it. Okay. So speaking of Joey, um, Joey needs to get his eyebrows waxed for a headshot that he needs done. 
Um, no, I don't personally think he needs that, but okay. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Get his eyebrows done? No. He's got normal eyebrows. I mean, I know that like actors and like male models and stuff, like, sure, you can yeah. groom and whatever, but his they're not that bad. Um, so he goes to yeah, a salon. I would salon. think like tweeze oh. the strays. Yes, yes. Um, he goes to a salon under the name Chandler Bing, uh, sticks his hand in the wax, um, and then <laughs> the lady is like, that's okay, that's okay. Um, you know, this is your first time. Let me, let me get, and then uh, like he's like, do guys come here? And she's like, oh, tons. Who are you looking to meet? <laughs> Want me to set you up? <laughs> he gets on that. And so she's Just like. Just do the thing. <laughs> she's like, before we um, wax, I need to tweeze some of the strays. Um, plucks one stray eyebrow and he loses his mind. Oh my gosh. Um, I would like to say that this is about how Ben reacts whenever I've had to uh, pluck one of uh, his stray eyebrows. Uh. <laughs> like holds Ooh, his ben. eyebrow in pain, rocking, and it's like, oh, oh gosh, oh. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> you done? Oh my gosh. I know it hurts more when someone else is plucking them off of you for some reason. Oh, is that true? I guess, yeah, because it's I not think like you can't true. go with the grain properly sometimes. And like, yeah. I, some, and he, like, he has like big, thick, surly mm-hmm. eyebrows. And so I'm, I'm and, and when you don't get it done that frequently, it does sting. Yeah. But I'm like, can you get over it? You could pluck my eyebrows in my sleep and I would not wake up. Like well, Ashley pre- used to pluck her eyebrows into oblivion. So well, so did everyone else, Renee. It was the early two thousands. I didn't. Okay, well, me and everyone Just else me, had like two hairs per eyebrow. <laughs> um, have you ever gotten yours waxed though? You've always just plucked them. Oh yeah, no, no, I used to get them waxed. At, oh, you did. Um, okay. Yeah, at that like fake fancy salon in our hometown. I wanted to say Victor Victoria. That's not what it's called. That's what Chandler calls. It was something like Joey. that though. Do you um do you know the reference to Victor Victoria? Yeah. It's okay. um it's like a man playing a woman or vice versa. I can't it's remember. It's Julie Andrews. Um my we my sister and I used to watch it at my grandparents' house and my mom was like, "Grandma, let you watch what?" It's a woman <laughs> who is it's Julie Andrews and she is mm-hmm. like a performer and she's like impoverished and like basically like down on her luck is like offering to sleep with this man just so she can like have a meal she's like you know really really like um rock bottom and he's like she's like oh I'll perform and he's like "Eh, nobody wants to watch a woman perform I can't remember because I used to watch this when I was like five and so she dresses up as a man and performs but then she starts dressing up as a woman and she like does mm. this you know beautiful julie andrews operatic performance in a gorgeous dress and then at the end Ringed she takes the wig off and whiskers on kittens exactly oh not that um, song and, and at the end of her performance she takes off her wig and she's got her she looks like a man and so everybody thinks it's this man dressing up and singing as a woman, but it's actually a woman dressing as a man dressing as a woman. Right. It's a good movie from what I remember. But again, I was like five. So I don't really remember any of that. I think it's like when you, you know, when you like watch something as a kid and then you watch it later and you're like, oh, there was a lot of innuendo in that. Um, but I'd watch it again. I really like Julie Andrews. <laughs> anyway. I'll go uh, watch it again. Yes. Um, so... 
Yes. Have you ever gotten your eyebrows threaded? No, I have not. And I don't really understand what it is. It's literally, they're taking, I did it once with Kim. Um, I've heard it hurts more. I think when she lived in California. It does hurt more. It's also the best looking eyebrow shape I've ever had in my entire life. I don't know how. Um, (laughs) I don't know if my eyebrows just stopped growing, but I don't really have to do anything to them anymore. (laughs) Or maybe I just have let myself go. I don't know how to tell the difference. But yeah, the best like eyebrow shape I've ever had was getting them threaded. The threaded. Do they take two pieces of string and like saw imagine, them? Imagine, yeah. Imagine like you wrap it around your fingers almost like floss, but it's on, they're like crisscrossed and then they roll it and it catches it in between the two pieces and it's like pulling it out. Ouchie. I don't know how to wrap it around my fingers, but... That's the best description I could give you. Um, yeah, I, I have seen, I mean, I know that people have really beautiful eyebrows when they get them threaded. I used to, yes, get mine waxed. Um, I also, when like, I went to a professional salon, I wish they would have been like, hey, your eyebrows are too thin. But again, they were like fake fancy and just doing whatever. Yeah, it was also the sign um, of the times. It was definitely a sign of the times. Now I fill my eyebrows back in. So joke's on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Um but yeah, Joey's get annihilated. Yeah, so he comes in and he's like, I need your help to Chandler. And um he's like, I needed to get my eyebrows done for a headshot and it hurt so bad I couldn't let the she only got one and now they don't match. And he reveals and he looks ridiculous. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, do you ever notice that it's like they're back in the next episode? Oh yeah. I mean, they don't make him have the crazy eyebrows for that long, which they would grow back somewhat fast, probably not that quickly, but yeah, they, so they've basically like puttied over his eyebrow and like drawn on what Mm -hmm. like my Nana used to draw on like a skinny Mm -hmm. little, um, they look crazy. And so apparently, um, I was reading that. Uh, Joey's fake eyebrows kept melting under the stage lights. And so they had to like keep replacing his fake eyebrows. Um, so Chandler is like, okay, I can help you, but you cannot repeat what I'm about to tell you. And he was like, when I was growing up, I earned allowance by plucking the eyebrows of my father and his business associates. His business so- associates. And, and Joey's like, I, dude, I don't know. Like, it hurts so bad. And he's like, not with my combination of ice, aloe vera, and self-loathing or something. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah, because Joey brings in a Sharpie and he's like, draw it back on. I can't look ridiculous. <laughs> First of he's all, like, this is green. This is green. <laughs> um, oh, I love Joey's solutions to things. And so, yeah. So anyway, Chandler plucks his eyebrows for him and they do match, but he does still look insane. He looks insane. But yes, they match. It's like a baby. Before it was like a baby caterpillar chasing its mama. Um, <laughs> but I also love when he comes in at the very beginning and he's like, I have a problem. You have to help me. What seems to be the problem? Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. Yeah. I love that um, Chandler doesn't actually have any like plot happening right now. He's I, just like wingmanning everybody. <laughs> I don't like that. It's just like sarcastic zingers a la season two Chandler but yeah he doesn't actually have any plot he's just around um 
Okay. So finally, what happens is Phoebe is like, Monica, I'm going to um, Mike's piano bar tonight and you should come. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. I like, I, I won't sing. And Phoebe's like, oh, come on. Like, you have to sing. Everybody sings. Last night, this guy got up there and forgot all the lyrics and we all booed him off stage. And she's like, come on. It's so fun. And then she's like, okay, you don't have to sing. You just like, just please come and support. And she's like, well, I can certainly come and like get drunk and judge people. No problem. Right. Um, This is such an interesting, I guess it's not that interesting of a concept. I've been to a piano bar before. And I'm pretty sure yes. I've even been to a piano bar where people sing along. With me. Yeah. The piano bar we went to in Oklahoma, you sung along. That's right. We went in Oklahoma. Yeah. But you don't go up on stage and sing, do you? Some people did. So sometimes they do. I think this is, I would call this more live karaoke, um, which I've done before, but it was more than a piano. So I don't know. I feel like karaoke comes in all shapes and sizes. Whatever gets people in the door. Totally. Um, yeah, that's right. That was, was it in Tulsa? And we were just like yeah. singing along in the audience. I've also been yeah. to one before, I think, like on a work trip. I know I can maybe I'm just, con- maybe I'm confusing. Oh, my sister and I, for my birthday one year, I went to Minnesota to visit my sister. And there used to be this, it was like, one of the, it was like the oldest bar in Minneapolis. It was called Nye's Polonaise and it was a Polish bar. Um, it is okay. unfortunately no longer there, but it had been around since like the forties, I think. Um, and on one half it was a piano bar and on the other half it was like full live polka band, like accordions and people like doing like a conga line. Um, and so we went there for my birthday one year and we were sitting on the piano bar side and they were like okay next Gary's gonna come up and sing um the Candyman can from Willy Wonka I don't know if I've told this story before but on 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 our podcast but this guy came up and started singing the creepiest rendition who can take a rainbow (laughs) the Candyman can and my sister and I were like ah stop it's so creepy horrible like it was so <laughs> creepy and we're like why is this guy singing this children's song in this like scary murderer voice? it was so do creepy. you remember we went to karaoke a lot in college a lot oh yeah and thursday nights karaoke duffies it was a whole thing and there was this guy named alan who was i mean he was old you think he was 80 he had to be like late 70s he was at least. very old. And he came every week with a brand new outfit that he got from the thrift store. And if we were lucky, he had glitter dyed his goatee. And he would sing unrecognizable versions of extremely popular songs. Ashley, take it away. I would say stylized. <laughs> Okay, but if he was singing it, okay, let's just put this to give an example of how stylized it was. If he, so like if somebody was singing Baby One More Time in another language, but they were singing it in the right pitch and tone and tempo, I would still know it was Baby One More Time. Mm. If Alan was singing 
Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake in another language, I wouldn't actually know that's what he was singing because it did not resemble the song in just, any way, shape, just or form. Give, just other than do, the words. A, like, do an example. <laughs> I wanted you to give an example. I have already sang twice on this episode, so it's your turn. Oh, that's not true. It's not. I just did the Candyman, and earlier I sang something that's else. That's true. That's true. I sang something from Sound of Music. Um, okay, fine. Let's see. What was the best one? Oh, I think my favorite was Snow Patrol. Oh, those were his two. It was always Chasing Cars by, by Snow by Patrol S- and yeah. uh, Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake. And, uh, oh, wait, was it? Was it like She Bangs or Live in La Vida Loca or something like it was either I like Ricky Martin or of that guy from American Idol who was popular for singing She Bang, She Bang. No, no, no. It wasn't She Bangs. I think it was it was something else kind of like early 2000s. I thought it was Ricky Martin, but maybe not. Um, but yeah. Uh, was it Chasing Cars with Snow Patrol or Run? It, it was the, if Chasing I cars. lay here. Yeah, he was like, if I lay here, if I just lay here, would you lie with me and just forget the world? It was always so like startling when he would sing. And yeah, it was intense. But yeah, I can't hear Sexy Back or... Snow Patrol without thinking of him. He definitely so did the, others, but those were the way that things. he used to sing sexy back because Renee's not going to do it and we want to give the people what they want. He would go, Get your sexy on, get your sexy on, and <laughs> that, point at people. I honestly people. couldn't remember that part. <laughs> he would point at people in the audience. And so we'd like duck and not make eye contact, get your sex. And then he would go, How and then he would be like, I'm bringing sexy back. <laughs> You other brothers don't know how to act. It was more like spoken word poetry. It was. It was like Broadway. (laughs) Get your sexy on. He loved it. He loved it. Alan, bless him. Alan. You know what? Good on him Hmm. for going out and having some entertainment on a Thursday night. They had great chicken wings. And great two-for-ones and half-priced apps. I mean, what a time to be alive. Seriously, so great. Um, I love karaoke. I know you love karaoke too. Yes, I do. I think it's very fun. I am not a good singer, obviously. You've all just heard it. No, and no, so, you've heard it. But I think you've it's just sing. fun. Like the performing aspect is, is fun. fun. And trying to get like the – like I don't do karaoke because I'm like, hey, everybody, come hear how good I sound. <laughs> it's more like, we all know this song. Come on, everybody. Like sing at the top yeah. of your lungs. It's super fun. Yeah, I love karaoke. I think it's super fun. And I think the the key to having fun at karaoke is being able to not take it too seriously. Because if you take it yeah. too seriously, you're not going to have any fun. You um, have a lot of friends who are actually good singers and still do mm-hmm. karaoke. But like, do they have fun with it? Is it fun? Is that fun? Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun for them. I think maybe it's because they're not a little more fun for them because they're good. But yeah, they'll do. Because they can like. They're doing like fun sing-along they, songs. Yeah. 
was gonna, and they probably it's like also the performance they can like wow the audience yes. with like yes. some fun they have good stylization which I'm yeah. lack yes I'm lacking the stage presence really um, yeah I still get even though I love it I still get nervous when I go up there I'm just like a little stiff sometimes it depends oh that's I guess fair but, enough um but yeah I do love karaoke I think it's super fun and we'll oh I'm always down. I'm always down for karaoke. I think it's a blast. Yeah. Me too. What's your go to so, karaoke song? Oh, forgot about Dre. A lot of swears, yeah. but you know. Um, I know. It's a lot of swears. That I tried yours? to get well as with you, it's forgot about Dre. Um, yeah. I tried to get a friend to do that with me, but they didn't know all the words quite as much. And so it was no, just me see. basically doing it by myself. I did but. it once with a friend because we, we went out to karaoke after work, but the um, monitor wasn't working. And so I just sang it all from memory. Yeah, I was like, I, was like, I, I don't need the words for this. I actually think, Renee, when you and I did karaoke last time and we did All My Life by Casey and JoJo, that was very fun. Oh, or that's a good Bills, one. Bills, Bills by Destiny Child, which is also, oh, that's also very good fun. One. Yeah. I just Bills, made Bills, Kate Bills do is okay. The Boy Is Mine with me. Oh, that's which is a, good a good one. We should do that's The Boy Is Mine one. next time. Because it's already okay. built in duet. It's not too hard. Mm. People like it. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't you do know. Say My Name by Destiny's Child because someone has to be able to sing to do that one. She hits some high yeah. notes. Bills, Bills, I, Bills is fine. Yes. I think that's the other key to having a good time at karaoke is picking something, one that you definitely know the words to, and that is in like a reasonable range. I swear every time I go to karaoke, someone does Love on Top by Beyonce, and that song has so many upward bound key changes at the end. It has it like is just, eight key changes. It's so high after like three of them, and it's just people going, yeah, yeah, the one I need. Yeah, what are people thinking? It just keep, but they forget because the rest of it is catchy. You get to the end and Come you're screwed. On, it's so high. You get to the um, end and you're screwed. Yes. It, you're screwed. But I swear they don't remember how high it is because the rest of it is easy to sing. The rest of it is actually a really good sing along. Um, okay. It's upbeat. The words are like not so fast you know what I mean like some songs are way too fast or like tongue twisters or whatever I tried to sing Survivor once um on karaoke because I was like oh yeah Survivor by like Disney Child fun no it is high it is fast it is I was like (laughs) trying to breathe and my friends were looking at me like oh honey and I was like okay so it's coming off as bad as it feels great um (laughs) but yeah but I also want to say piano bar that is impressive that Mike, I guess he's just got like, he must have a bunch of sheet music because he's like, oh, we've got a book. So he's got like a book of all the sheet music he has. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, um, Phoebe sings We Are the Champions. Mm-hmm. Kenneth sings a very realistic rendition of I Touch Myself. <laughs> Which is also a really high song. It is. It is. Um, You know, I would love to sing Blondie. Like, I think that's a fun song, but she sings too high for you. You just got to know your range. That's all. Um, And then they convince Monica. They're like, oh, come on. And she's like, no, couldn't possibly. I wouldn't even know what song. What? No. Okay, keep it coming. I can't sing. Yeah. And then he's like, well, we have. And she's like, Delta Dawn. Never heard this song. Which do you know? Other than. Okay, me either. I I don't know who sings it even. Don't know anything about it. Um, I think I looked it up once because I was like, what is this? But I don't know. Helen Reedy. Oh, okay. Helen Reedy. Is she also the one who sings I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar? Oh. 
Uh oh. What? No. Okay. It's also done by Bette Midler and Tanya Tucker. Oh, okay. So I don't know who. Who was the OG? Made it popular. Yeah. I mean, none of these. Uh, I mean, I've heard of Tanya Tucker. I couldn't tell you anything she sings. And Bette Midler, other than like show tunes and The Wind Beneath My Wings, I don't really know anything else Bette Midler sings, <laughs> apparently, other than Delta Dawn. Um, but yeah. But um, Monica knows it. <laughs> Monica knows it. And this is her song um, that she wants to sing. And so she gets up there. She's singing. Everybody starts, like, getting really into it. Um, and they realize it is because <laughs> she's not wearing a bra and she's wearing, like, a see-through mesh shirt. Yeah. I don't, I don't... think it's mesh or see-through necessarily. I just think it's unlined. Like, I it's, don't think that, yeah, but it wasn't see-through before. It looks, um, it's like a pretty sheer shirt. I know, but you can't see anything before the, before they tell before us. Before the lights, <laughs> before the lights hit it. Um, yeah. And so she's like into it and like takes the, you know, mic off and she's excited and singing. <laughs> they love, love me. <laughs> they love, did you hear that one guy saying, look at those big tips? Did you really oh get a lot gosh. of tips? <laughs> I was like, how do they come up with this stuff? I just am so impressed that they saw an opportunity there and took it. So funny. Oh my and gosh, so it's so good. She's like, she's like, okay, I got to sing another one. Let me see. Pointer Sisters, make it perky. <laughs> and they try, they try to tell her, but Monica won't hear a bar of it. And so she's, um, so Chandler's like, oh, sorry, I'm late. You'll know when you see Joey. And she's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. You're not late. I'm about to sing another song. And um, she goes up and starts singing. And I love when um, Chandler's like, are those my wife's nipples? And Phoebe's like, oh, I didn't, I would not have let her go up there if I knew that that was, that that was going to happen. Oh, and so my Chandler gosh. like jumps up and tries to like cover her. And Monica's like, yeah. oh, whatever. Give the people they what they want. They love me. <laughs> you touching yourself. Get out. Oh my gosh. Oh, I would be so, so mortified if my shirt was see-through on stage like that. I mean, if you could see my bra, I guess whatever. It's not the end of the world. I don't really care that much. But if you could like see, see, I would not stay up there. Yeah. Um, but Monica thinks any attention is good attention. So she can work that, th- that out in therapy later. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like... Like, I don't know. I wouldn't have expected to have my shirt be see-through unless I was wearing, like, a white top or something. Um, mm-hmm. But Monica can work that out in therapy later. <laughs> True. Anyway, so, yeah. And then um, and then Chandler sings a weird version of Jeremiah was a bullfrog or Joy to the <laughs> World or whatever. And so you'll just touch yourself or anything. Anyway, very fun. So that is the one where Monica sings and Ross is controlling and Rachel... <laughs> Kisses. We can't call it the one What's where Ross name? is controlling because that would be, that would be like every episode. A, yeah. And where Joey gets his eyebrows done. So, yeah. So, any anyway, very fun. Lots of tunes. R.I.P. Lots Alan. of tunes. Get your sexy. Oh, oh gosh. I mean, we he don't know for sure old. that he's R-ing in P, but he, it's... I feel he was confident. very old 20 years ago. So, I... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, was that 20 years ago? Gosh, help me. 
Uh, okay. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. Yes, thanks um, for joining us. And singing us. along with us. Um, come back next week when we do episode 14, the one with the blind dates. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. All right. See you guys then. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye. Bye.